Hello all. I suppose you're wondering why this uh, episode is marked as explicit. Um, this episode has some sexual content within the conversation. Um, I had let my stand-up comedian friend um, run the conversation, and it went some interesting places. Um, but if you can stick it through, I think there are some really good things that were discussed that arose because of some of the explicit content. So, um, anyways... Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to ADD Masterminds. I wanted to say welcome to the Wax Museum, but hey. for the first time in forever, this is an episode of ADD Masterminds, and we're doing something a bit different. Um, today, I'm letting someone else drive. So Daniel, Daniel has a ADD master list that I have never seen, and he's going to switch the topics as we go. And so... This is what it's like to be Jeff, because Jeff, he told me, I think it was probably like five years into doing ADD Masterminds, he told me that he never looks at the list. Well, this list, I, didn't I have I've never looked at. I've done the show once, and I I did not look at the list. I started reading it, and I was like, it'll be better if I just give natural reactions. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Thinking about it. I read like the first three, and then I was like, this is going to be better. Once I understood the show... Because then I like watched like a clip for a minute. And I was like, okay, I get it. I, this is better if I just go in as a stand-up comedian. It's better if I go in cold. And now, having said that, this is my show. Welcome to ADD Masterminds with your host, Dan King. The, yeah. The, 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 am I, on, for your other podcast, Wax Museum, uh, who's been the guest the most? Me or Kootenai Girl? Or, or Jeff? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't, it, not Jeff. It would be between you um Kootenai girl or um I think uh, Keith Giles I don't know Keith I haven't listened to any Keith episodes but I listen to Keith. I've only done it like four or five times I think yeah she's you done, might have the record no really I thought she'd done more than that anyway welcome to ADD Masterminds <laughs> your first topic this is the first thing I wrote down number one dogs dogs I have a dog yeah what do you, how, how do you feel about dogs? Yay or nay? Do I love dogs? No, just dogs. You're supposed to talk about the topic. Oh, you're not very good at this, are you, Dan? Dogs. Yay or nay? <laughs> yes or no on dogs? <laughs> this is the way I do the show. Okay, okay, okay. This dogs. is my show now. Cuss. Okay. <laughs> I, wait, hold, hold on. Pause. Pause on dogs. My show now, cuss words. Uh, yeah, I, I curse a lot. <laughs> on, on stage as a musician and a comedian and we were on the phone yesterday and i was like is that the one where i'm allowed to cuss or not allowed to cuss yeah and bridge goes well i'd prefer you not cuss and i was like great 
I'll watch Fantastic Mr. Fox to prepare. And I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to, when I want to say a curse word, I'm going to insert cuss for listeners at home. Meaning, it. meaning, uh, I'm going to use it a lot and you'll have to do some mental gymnastics at home to figure out, ooh, what was he saying? The B word, the S word, the F word, the C word. You'll figure it out. I just like, I just assume that like our uh, clientele, our listeners are pr- primarily our evangelicals. We're not getting that. We're not, there is no exchange of goods and services or money in this. It's just, <laughs> it's just other, it's just other mentally ill people listening to a podcast <laughs> of two obsessive compulsive ADD artists talk about how they interact with the world they don't understand. Yeah. So dogs, huh? I right, okay. I, hold on, okay, hold on. Bridge is giving me cuss, so I'm gonna cross out dogs. I'm gonna write to go with the topic: manic depression. <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do you feel about manic depression, Mister Lavoie? What's what's like? What qualifies as manic depression? Like, how is it different from just like regular depression? See, that's something an artist would say because for us, it's the same thing. But for most people, they're like, people, people, I think all, I think all artists are manic depressive. All right, next up, Christian hip hop. Who are your favorite Christian hip hop artists? I do like Lecrae and Andy Minio and Propaganda. Um, yeah. Those are kind of the main you named, ones. You named the th- you named the three that I know personally. I used to go to church yeah, with Lecrae, Renovation Church. <laughs> I I Andy is like I consider Andy a mentor of mine. He knows who I am, but he uh does he did not give me his number. Propaganda, however, we text DM. Uh, I, I, but to be fair, I do live in his city, so he really doesn't invest in the people that are in LA. If you want to be friends with Propaganda, all you have to do is move to LA. He's he's active all the time this three or to four shows a week Ooh. and once he realizes like you're actually down he'll like take you under his wing and teach you shit hey but, another one is crumb Plato. have you met him who crumb crumb i've not i've not met crumb formerly Plato. wait what he used to be called Plato, but there was like some kind of copyright infringement or something i, re- I know Plato, but i don't think i've ever listened to his solo stuff i've just heard features oh yeah no i love his stuff don't drink the water. Please don't drink that water because it don't taste like a something otter. Like a shifting fresh topics, glass otter. Shifting, to, shifting topics a slight bit. We're talking about Christian hip hop, Christian rock. Um, we are, we're mutual friends with a guy who uh, is ex-friends with the band Emery, a, a post-hardcore oh, yeah, Christian yeah. rock band. Have you listened to their newest album, Rub Some Dirt On It? Yes. I might actually like Emery now. I love... Dude, the opening track says... The opening track says, all I was searching for was salvation. I was searching for salvation. It's just masturbation. And I was like, that's how they're opening. Like, okay, we're going to strap in everybody. If they're starting here, it's only going to go harder. That's, you know, it's funny too, because I always like said that I wanted to write a book called Masturbation Christianity. No, I remember you saying that, Masturbatory Christianity, yeah. I feel like this episode is now kind of explicit. Well, I did say the, I did say the S word, and you're gonna have to go back. Did you Did you catch that when I said it? No, I didn't. But uh, cuts. I almost cussed again. But um, it's like okay, so I I, I covered, actually I covered it. I said I said the S word, and I said cuss. I mean cuss, but you were talking, <laughs> so maybe nobody heard. It. 
if I offended anybody by saying that, please just call me 706-461-7654. I will apologize to you personally. And then I'll also ask, why are you offended by my cursing? <laughs> why does this why does this matter to you? Okay. So so I like I had a creative writing teacher. I just want to explain this. I had a creative writing teacher that told us not to write masturbation poetry. And it, like the idea oh, is that, 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 that what is what is masturbation poetry? Is that poetry about masturbation? No. Or is that poetry right while you're masturbating? That can mean so many different things. <laughs> You've made this even more explicit. Stop. This is fun. Um, no, no, no. Like, so what he said is graders, stop masturbating while you write about <laughs> They're like, listen, all the greats today, Poe, Frost, Dickinson, they all masturbated while they were writing. And we know that because they were, actually Dickinson did. Out of those, if you read Emily Dickinson, it'll make you, it'll like, it'll make you hot, like within like 30 okay. seconds. Like, damn. You need Anyways, I, I wasn't, I didn't intend to take it in that direction. But um, he basically said, it's, it's poetry that's good for you, but not good for anyone else, right? And so I think the same thing can be applied to our religion and so Christianity is like, yeah. it's good for me but it's no good for anyone else. Ooh, and I good. sense that the bulk of evangelicalism is that. Yeah. And, and I think that I do it too. Like, so a good, a good example would be if you, if you want to know more about this, there's a, there's an episode of John's podcast or, or sorry, excuse me, Bridges podcast. that I'm very, <laughs> I'm very proud of. And I think, I think Bridges too, we called it. Uh, Was it leaders with broken brains? Broken, break broken brain syndrome that one i talk about my dad was a pastor that molested and raped me until i was about 15 and what's interesting about that podcast is i didn't even know as much as i know now because i was still uncovering repressed memories i've been working as a psychologist and i continue to um but i think what's interesting about what you're saying is i do the same thing for my dad and my mom they're stuck and you you often talk about this rob rob bell quote rob bell is a progressive pastor from california um uh, a a uh, he, he used to be a pastor he's a post pastor um, he's an author, I guess now, and the church hates him because he had the audacity to tell the truth. However, he has a really good quote where he says, when you meet people that disagree with you or angry, you just got to let them have their trip. And it's hard yeah, for me to let yeah. my dad, obviously like I'm triggered with my pastor dad who like, raped me yeah. or my mom who like, but I understand they're disassociating and I have to realize like that generational sin stain didn't start with them. Like it, it's been past average. It's a hard thing to break generational sense. And what I also have to realize is, even though my dad beat me, even though he was sexually violent with me, there are other things he didn't do. Like there was no alcoholism with my dad, so he's better than like other dads in our family. The majority of them. Yeah. Well, that, so, it, and that's it too, right? Is like we, we. I mean, people. I I like that. There's that one scripture that says like, um. It's foolishness to say the older days work better, right? And yeah. I see a lot of people from like past generations that are like, oh, I, I wish things were like they were back in and know, I my day. I romanticize like in my, I'm, I live in LA, but I used to live in Athens. When I'm Athens, like Athens is better in 2016. And I was like, what do you, but like, I, of course we always romanticize more nostalgic. Also just real quick, I'm going to give it back to you, but my ADD took over and kicked in. I yeah. want to loop that thought. Why the reason I brought up my dad is I do that. That same thing where I'm at, the masturbatory behavior of like worship music or the church or religiosity. When I'm going to my parents, like, no, you did this, you did this, you did it. It's like, give them time to process. Like, give them mm-hmm. time to process. Because I get triggered. And then I like 
tell them and like that. So I'm working the same thing I'm mad at them for. I'm working on myself just in a different context. If you can manage to get to that point, it's a very hard point to get to. You might need a lot of marijuana in order to get there, but it, I promise. And then, and I know if you grew up a youth group kid like I did, you're like, no, 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 it's the devil's lettuce. But I promise it's going to help you. It's going to help you. Well, at Make the sure. very least, it's like slowing down your pace so that yeah. you can reconnect with your body and kind of yes. your deep knowing, right? Because yeah. it's, and, and we, we keep a certain pace with this kind of capitalistic society um, where we are. Okay, number four, number four, number four, number four. This is my show. Welcome to AD Mastermind. So it's by Dan King. Number four. Phases of Alexandria, the band. I've listened to two of her songs. But my friend Alexandria is in a band called Phases of Alexandria. And when I say band, it's loose because although she often collaborates when she's playing live, if you listen to her album, it's insane. She did a whole, she did an EP. It's only three songs. Um, it was her debut EP. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, Lucid Dreaming is one of the songs, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Phases of Alexandria, all in word. P-H-A-S-E-S-O-F-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A. All one word. She did a whole three-song EP about the dream cycle and like how our lives and dreams are actually more uh, mesh than we would care to think about. Hmm. Nightmares and trauma are more like when we're dreaming, when we're in the dream state, we're still living. And uh, my friend, our, our mutual friend, Ark, who's a poet, says that when you dream, you uh, transfer to alternate parallel universes and realities. Now, for all you Christians living at home that used to like propaganda, and then maybe you fell off at some point when he got, a, uh, quote, too political or too woo-woo, uh, he's really into He's very, very into the metaverse right now, as way am too, I. Way too as woo-woo. Right. But so Alexander's pretty woo-woo. But you love Alexandria because you tell me all the time, you're like, she is amazing. It's her yeah. presence. And yeah. I agree. And I texted you about it today. And I was like, I think we might go on a trip today. I love her so much. Um, but what are your feelings about Alexandria as a person? Because we were on a Zoom call once together for a podcast thingy I was doing. I, um, yeah, she's, she seems like a very fascinating person. I think she'd be a good person to have a conversation with. Um, she's young, like what, 21? She's 20 and she, uh, yeah, she hasn't turned 21 yet. I, I think Courtney, Courtney, Alexandria hasn't turned 21 yet, has she? Uh, sure. She's 20 when I met her. So she's at the oldest, she's 21 now. But yeah, but it's weird because she does seem a lot older. Like there's a certain amount of kind of. She grew up fast because she's been through a lot of trauma. You honestly should get her on the wax museum. She, yeah, she's a fascinating. Right now, she lives in Costa Rica and she teaches yoga. That's her job <laughs> in life. But yeah. then I was, te- but then last night we were texting slash this morning, and she's like, "Well, I'm thinking about LA's next." And I was like, "I thought Thailand was next." She goes, "No, Thailand's in goal. Once I get to Thailand, I'm not leaving Thailand." And I'm like, "All right, like you do you, man." I think uh, like there's, and maybe that's like why she seems older is because she lives all these different experiences. Because it's like, oh, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. Oh, maybe Thailand. Oh, now to L.A., right? She's brilliant. She's one of the best musicians I've ever worked with. She's she's one of the few people. I am a I am a lunatic and a madman. However, when I'm doing a show, whether it's standard music, I typically have a pretty charismatic aura about me that draws people to me. I like going on the road without Xandria because they, no one talks to me and I get to be left alone because <laughs> they all flock to her. Yeah. I like it. 
at first I was jealous. I was like, I don't like this. And like that lasted like 20 minutes because I'm like a selfish brat. But then I was like, this is cool. I get to breathe. Yeah. All my friends didn't give a sh- about, they didn't get an ish about me anymore. Uh, cuss. They didn't give a cuss. Andre yeah. Henry, that Andre Henry song where the cl- clean version of his song is like, this ish is not okay. That's what, that's what, that's an Atlanta thing. He's from Atlanta, where I'm from. Oh, he really? Also, is that it? Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a common thing. It's actually within the world of hip hop, but I believe, I might be wrong. If it didn't start in Atlanta, it started in Compton, but I think it started in Atlanta. Huh. Uh, and that, that bars of that song are, um, I guess I won't go to church this Sunday. Yeah. I won't go to church on Sunday. I'm just speaking my truth. This ish is not the truth. Mm-hmm. It, it, not good news. This ish is not good news. If it's gonna be that way, cause I'll never go to church on Sunday. Yeah, I just won't go to church on Sunday. Another guy I know, I know him. So Craig, I, all these other people will be named, except Prop. Prop's West Coast. He will never leave LA. He will. He will. Bore, he was born and will die in LA. He 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 bleeds LA, um, which I love about him. The good part's into that. But he's got a song about. Uh, Hey, Cali, have you ever been to Cali? That's my baby, whoa. And then his bars are like, wrote the smog a love letter. Told her I learned to love you better when I get the liquor in me. Like, it's like, he's like talking about all the poverty and the smog and the pollution and the gang violence. But he's like, I still love you. There's something special about this land. And that's how I feel about Atlanta. But, um, you, know, you know, okay. So it's funny. I was having a conversation on Marco Polo in the Bear With community. And yeah. um, great, great community. Shout out to the Bear with community, Joey Stenson. He's on the list. He's number, he's number ten. We are now on number five. We haven't. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not even sure if this list matters anymore. Like, keep going. But anyway, yeah. So I, I was thinking, um, just seeing the cat going up the stairs. That's Milo. Um, are you? So you guys are cat people. That's why when I said dog is the first subject, you were like, I'm over this. In two cats, dog. one dog. But are you a dog or a cat person? You're a cat person. It's hard because dogs are a lot of work, but they give you way more affection. So yeah, you get what you pay for. It's like when you live in yeah. New York or LA. Like, it's expensive. It's like you get what you pay for. I, I might have to lean toward dog version. I'm a dog person as well. I Don't love tell cats. anyone though. I love cats. It'll be our cats little secret. So cats are also cusses, and they cussing cuss with everyone all the cussing time. <laughs> hey, did you do the math at home? Did you figure out the words? Go back, play it back. You'll figure it out. All right, right, right. So, so basically, we were talking about art and um, how, like, it's like artists say things that we've always wanted to say. Yes. And that may inspire you as an artist to say more things, or it may just be satisfactory for you as a non-artist to hear that person say the things you've always wanted to say. Correct. And I was like, that's pretty fascinating. Cause I mean, I've encountered, you know, one or two people that are like, Oh, thank you so much for saying that. And I'm like, yeah, that'll happen to me once in a while. And I think a more successful artist is the one that is always saying the stuff people have wanted to say. Mm, that's really wise. And I agree with it. Number five, poverty. Can you please solve poverty for the listeners at home bridge? Um, give lots of money to the wealthy and then they'll hire more people. Ah, it, it's almost like here. I think it's like this. Look, I'll draw. <laughs> look, if we start, look, if we start here with this guy, 
but then and then he gives his money to more guys and then <laughs> and then they give their money to more for those more audio people. only he's drawing a pyramid <laughs> oh it's like a, almost like it's a pyramid thing. huh okay glad we saw poverty give all your money well, what do you think like what do you think the this is like we don't want to get political but it's like what is the biblical oh, yeah, model that's that's like what is the biblical list. model for 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 you know getting rid of poverty um oh it's give it's what you said jesus said i think it was a uh, second uh hezekiah three <laughs> verse starting verse 14 14 through 23 i love hezekiah hezekiah yeah that's when he said it and he says uh jesus said now render to caesar unto what is caesar's and take the rest and give it to your local church and they will use it to cover up child pedophilia cases i don't it's weird. Like it's a weird. It's, that's the Southern Baptist version of the Bible. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, the canon uh, is confusing, man. Um, yeah, no. Okay, okay. So, you're like, I, I think like something I really do like is the idea of microloans and trying to help people um, develop skills. Right. Like it's like if people can develop skills, it's like the teach a man to fish instead of just giving them fish. I like that concept. Um, I, I'm bored and this is too political. It's my fault, not yours. Moving on. Welcome to, if you're just tuning in now, welcome to WZYK. This is ADD Masterminds with your host, Dan King. We were just talking about poverty and then we got a little boring. And so I put on my DJ voice. Let's talk about something like a little more lighthearted and fun. The AIDS epidemic. Can you solve the AIDS epidemic, please? That's still an kidding, epidemic. Kidding, kidding. Although we I, have like I did put, I did put those two together. Meds for that. Six. We're on number six right now, but we've covered I think three hundred and eighty-two topics. If my math is correct, that's not bad. Um, let me just skip around a little bit. Uh, here's a good one. It, this is one of uh, Bridges' heroes. I don't know if people know this. We talk on the phone. We Facetime often. I actually, Bridges is one of the people I call when I need help or I feel lost. And uh, you've grounded me. You're a good friend. But this is uh, this is someone who's really. What he's done with, WAC, with the with the Wax Museum, he's he's kind of modeled after what this guy's currently doing. Now he's changed over the years, but what he's currently doing, and, and Rich talks about this incessantly. He loves this guy. He reads his books, listens to his podcast, really likes his music and his band. Uh, John Cooper, your hero. Want to talk about John Cooper? <laughs> hey man, that first album, that song "I Can," so good. Dude, I really like "Comatose" by Skillet. And I still bump college comatose by skeleton. I'm like, it's a great record. And Every what's crazy is when he when he and Corey, his wife, were, tour, were touring that with their band Skillet. Um, I was in like high school, and that was when I was starting to do music. And we did a show together, Big Screen Jam at Huntsville, Alabama. It was a music festival, and I like I like talked to him. He's super cool. Like they had kids on the road that were toddlers, and just kind of playing around. And he seemed pretty chill. He was like dropping curse words every now and then. And now. The last thing he said that got a lot of media attention was, uh, I, well, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Do you want to talk about it or do you want to move on? This this will get political really fast. Okay. So John Cooper, he's great. Go listen to commentaries for that first album and then, and then don't look, don't Google anything thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot. It's not, I forgot the political rules. So some of these are political. Clearly, the AIDS epidemic, poverty, you're like, you're not, you forgot the rule of the show. So I'm going to go through and take things out. It's kind of um, fun to tiptoe around these without getting political. So COVID, I wrote COVID and then I was going to say, what, 
this I was like, I have a thought about COVID and I wanna I wanna volley it to you. Um, this isn't mine. Will Foskey just put on a special called All Things Sacred. It's getting tens of thousands of hits on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Will Foskey, All Things Sacred. And the title comes from a bit he has. I'm just going to give this one bit away and then the rest of it, spoiler free, is he goes, uh, I, I grew up going to Catholic school. And I don't know if you've noticed, all Catholic schools are named after what I feel like people say when they like stub their toe, like, <laughs> All Things Sacred, Mary, Mother of God. And like, I love that. Oh. But he has yeah. a new he has a new bit where he's like, I kind of like that. Like we're treating COVID now the way we treat like four locos. Like when we were at, like the way we treated four locos back then, like when we were in middle school and high school versus now in our adults in our thirties, it's how I treat COVID now. Like, Oh yeah, it exists, but uh, it won't affect you the way it used to. What What is four locos? I, I, I don't know. Four locos is a, it's a very fruity cocktail uh, malt liquor that will, cuss you up like you all okay. if you drink if you drink like one you're gone okay. if you build up alcohol tolerance you start to double fist them and do weird things and be blackout not that i've ever experienced that and not that i've ever had any sort of problem with alcoholism i i think that there's like a lot of things that we just kind of ignore and we're like well i'm done talking about this now and so I we just ignore it within the church yeah all right next uh, we already talked about Joey, so I'll move that one out. That's too depressing. I'm marking that out. I wrote suicidal ideation, but we've already gotten dark enough. Um, okay, this is fun, actually. Aiden, do you want to be on podcast? Wait, hold on. Let me... Courtney. Yeah. Mom, can, you, can your son be on a podcast? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. This is the special edition. This is So this is my... This is come on, come on, close. This is my eight-year-old friend Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Um, he does hip hop and music. Do you want to give him a couple bars real quick? He's like, no, man, we can't. <laughs> He's a true performer. But I said I was writing the list. I said Aiden, list right off a few things real quick, and he listed a bunch of shit. Sorry, he listed a bunch of cuss. Timestamp that. We are however long into this. I've only done it <laughs> twice. I'm pretty proud of myself. And they were, it was the S word both times. So we know what my favorite curse word is. I didn't even know, but now I know. Aiden, so here's the thing. And I was like, this podcast, I explained it to him earlier. And he listed eight things, which I think is great. Eight things for an eight-year-old. So now, which one do you want to talk about first on this podcast? With my friend, this is my, by the way, this is my friend, Bridge. Hey. Bridge. Bridge. Aiden. Hello, Aiden. Hello. Aiden, you're a little more turned on usually. Why are you nervous? He says he's tired. He performed last night with me. Is that why? Did your performance take a lot out of you? Yeah. He said, I'm used to, I'm used to doing, what'd you say? I'm used to doing one song. He's used to doing one song, you did two uh, but Yeah, you did a great job, you crushed it. So which one do you want to talk about? You, you tell him. Can you hear him? Nope. You got to project your voice. Can you talk louder? Yeah. Talk louder. TV. TV. TD? TV, like television. TV, television. Okay. What about television? What do you? What show do you like to watch, Aiden? Um, come, come stand close to me. Because we can't. You got to like Pokemon. Oh, I've never seen that. You have it? Yeah, so what happens in Pokemon? Do they, like, fight each other? Or? 
like there's like some bad Pokemons, uh-huh. and then Pikachu and all of his friends start to fight them. Oh. Like a one v one, except not one v one. Okay. And they have like special powers. Is that kind of how it yeah. works? Yeah. Pikachu can like he has like laser things, kind of. Mm-hmm. But every time he uses his powers, he gets tired and wore out. So he can't use a bunch of his powers. So does he need, like, his friends to help him then when he runs out of powers? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. One of them gives their tiredness to um, Pikachu so Pikachu can um, still fight. Huh. That's cool. So wait, who's that? Char- who do, who does that? Who gets the powers? Charmander is basically the Jesus Christ of Pokemon. Apparently, we just found oh. out. Oh, is that in the scripture, Liam? No. See, he says no. <laughs> Dude, Aiden's smart. I I had a, I asked him for advice recently, a couple of days ago, about there is this girl who has a boyfriend flirting with me at a bar downtown. I said, Aiden, what would you do? And he's like, if she has a boyfriend, I wouldn't do anything. I said, but you would though, right? And he was like, no. And then he looked at me with his innocent eight-year-old eyes and I felt uh, the heart of God be like, Dan, you know, that's wrong. And I was like, dang. You you, you keep them that? in check there, Aiden. Keep them honest. It's good. It's good. So his other things you wrote on this list, are, I'm going to rattle through these real quick, buddy. Do you want to right. stay on? Do you want to right. stay on, or do you want to go run off? Okay, he's gonna hang out. He's gonna hang out. If you have anything, right. Like, right. if you have anything you want to say that you think's funny or why, did you just pipe up? Okay. He's really funny, actually. He didn't stand up <laughs> once. That's awesome. Do you remember what you said? I didn't stand up though. Well, well, no. Okay. He said I didn't stand. He goes, I didn't stand up. I sat on a stool. He pulled a Mark Marin. He got up there. He goes, he looked. He like channeled Mark Marin, and Marin's still alive, and I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> He's like, have you guys ever uh, woke up in the morning and you're like, man, I know everything. But then by the time you lay your head down at night, you're like, I don't remember anything. And like the mm. room died. And I was watching That's from the good. bar and I was like, this man understands stand-up comedy, but he had never <laughs> really seen it. You've seen Miles. Miles is this guy that comes with the music open mic nights and started doing comedy. And then he brought his friend Sam York. So I think he latched on from that. But That's was, awesome. It was crazy because he pulled in like he pulled a Mark Marin. Mm. So these other things, I'm just gonna rally these off real quick and then we can have a discussion about it. So I uh, <laughs> so these are the these are the eight things he wrote. Number one, Pokemon, which he covered in this topic of TV, which was number five. So he went Pokemon, Sonic the Hedgehog, School, Lemonade. Not sure if it's the beverage or the Beyonce album, but I'm assuming it's the former, not the latter. Uh, TV, girls, <laughs> summer, and family. I want to talk about girls. What's the what's the eight year old perspective on girls? Um, uh, number one thing is dogs and upset. Don't like just don't. Don't. I, he said number one thing, just don't let them be upset. Just don't. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's, that's good advice. I like that. Hey, I think you got a scooter because you're you just talk lower. I'll probably stay I'm actually, I'm really digging this eight-year-old wisdom. I know, me too. So then yeah. just, just hop over and sit there. So it's close. Yeah, there you go. Just make sure you're like projecting the voice you're talking about. Like get as close to the thing. There you go. Perfect. All right. 
We can move this up, actually. All right, this is really sounds rough. like sounds like Aiden is a gentleman. I I like that. He is, but he also has he also wrote a lyric. He wrote a rap recently where the lyric says, "I'm the reason for you and your." He's like, "Don't be what is it? Don't be mad at the what? Don't be mad at the source. I'm the reason for you and your girl's divorce." No, it it was of course I was the source for you and your girl's divorce. Pretty deep from the mind of an eight-year-old when it you wow. say. Wow. He's going to so, get in a lot of trouble. A little, little bit of troublemaker there, too, hey? He's he like... Gentleman so Ale- troublemaker. Alexandria, who we were referencing earlier, a musician friend of ours, uh, and who, like, out of all the... No, I know who your favorite is. You told me the other day. I want to see the change. Who's your favorite of all the performers? Cassie. Cassie. He's, he, Cassie oh, Cassie's Chantel, fantastic. Cassie's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you're familiar with Cassie's work. Cassie because- and Alex. We were talking about Alexandria earlier. Yeah, she's the best. Um, thanks, man. He put me in third place after Alexandria and Cassie. And honestly, <laughs> I'll take it. He goes, you're pretty good, too. Like, not as good you're as them, good. you're still good. is good. You're in good company. Yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah, not as good as but you're still good. And I, you know what? I agree with you. I agree with you. Not offended at all. I'm honored to be in their orbit and all, to write songs <laughs> and play shows them. Sure. I'll take Almost as good as Cassie Chantel, or almost as good as Alexandria. One any day of the week. Um, so let's talk about astral projection. Or actual projection. You know what astral projection is? I'm, I'm only in third grade. He said I'm only in third grade, and we're going to end the topic there because that's inappropriate for an eight-year-old. All right, next. Yesterday I had I. Just so you want to tell me your street name? Oh, little sticky. sticky. Little sticky. A little sticky. He added the little. The little's new. Ooh. I like it. You like a little sticky? I, I, I like little. I didn't mean to say little. The little, but you know that's like a rap thing. People are like, I'm little G. I'm little. Where, where's some yeah. little, like little, little Wayne, little Romeo. Like little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. You can be a little I'm sticky. To, I'm trying to take it back because my mom doesn't like Lil Nas X. Uh, he's taking it back because apparently his mom doesn't like Lil Nas X. Well, the, the thing with Lil, too, though, is it means you apprenticed under somebody, right? So Nas, Lil Nas X apprenticed Apprentice under Nas. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, you so maybe be, it wouldn't be appropriate to have a Lil. But when you have your, like, apprentice, somebody who's going to work under you and learn your skills, then they you could, could be say your, You could say your Lil Dan X. Because I'm his, technically, I'm apprenticing <laughs> I, am I the? I was the first hip hop artist you saw, right? Because you saw me before you saw Cassie. Yeah. Yeah, I introduced him to Cassie. Yeah. So. I but see. you could be little Cass. You could be a little Cass ads. That'd be cool. <laughs> He's like, no, mom. He needs. Not he like needs to talk to his mom. He's like, no, mom is not like Lil Nas X. And I want every listener at home to know: if we're talking about Lil Nas X, I bought a Lil Nas X T-shirt today. Sorry, sorry, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, I think that album slaps. All right, moving on. Uh, number number 16 on the list. I don't even know where we are anymore because, I mean, 11, some things are open, but I'm just going around. Uh, Buddhist monks who set themselves on fire. Oh, man. That's a bad idea. Don't do that, kids. No, but these people do it in, like, forms of peaceful protest. Like, you're going to have to not... Isn't that, like, these- weird that that's considered a peaceful protest 
I think it's people like me that struggle with suicidal ideation and they just found a societally acceptable way to do it. Well, I thought the same thing about the martyrs too. Like, you know what I I mean? Like how many of those martyrs were like suicidal? Well, they like these monks go, but they have a purpose that I think is, I I think is admirable. They're like, you can't tear down these trees in the rainforest. It will ruin the ecosystem. We will set ourselves on fire if we do that. And then they set themselves on fire and then they inevitably, they still get mowed down anyway, which like, did that do anything? Like I, I admire like the tenacity, but I'm also like, I don't, usually they still do the thing you didn't want them to do anyway. Yeah. But you don't know. Right. That's true. You don't know what seeds you're planting. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't set myself on fire because it's hard to come back from that. That was probably, I don't know know why Aiden decided I want to move this rig. And like, I think he was, I thought it was blocking the camera. No. Why do you think it's blocking the camera? Which part of this is blocked for you, bro? You seem little. That's just because I'm I'm 32 and you're eight. You're not little. You're the normal size and eight plus. You're four times as old as this kid. Yeah, I'm a 32 year old man. Yeah, that's weird. I'm four times older than him. It's wild. Makes you feel old. All right. uh, All these are too inappropriate to talk about with Aiden here. Even though yesterday, do you remember what I had you Google yesterday, Aiden? Oh. I can't remember the name. Can you hear him when he talks? Yeah, I can hear him. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name, but it's something. Money laundering. Money laundering. He said, he asked me a question. He was like, what do you do when you have a lot of money? I was like, you launder it. And then his his parents laughed. And he was on his (laughs) iPad. And he just started Googling. How do you spell that? I said, M-O-N-E-Y, and everyone died laughing. I was like, L-A-U-N-D-E-R-I-N-G. And then his parents immediately started doing a bit, like, we're going to call from school. Uh, excuse me, is this, is this AJ? Are you the father of, like, why is your eight-year-old son Googling money laundering when his goodbyes? <laughs> oh, no, that's nothing. He's just friends with our rapper friend, Dan. <laughs> Cop show, dead show up at my door. Doesn't it make sense for a rapper to be friends with a rapper? What? Doesn't it make sense for a rapper to be friends with a rapper? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. oh, he was, he was like, do you hear that? He was like, you took, you took credit away from me, bro. Like, I'm a rapper, and you're a rapper. That's true. That. Hey, give me nuts on that one. Your, your peers. Like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I have my own rap career that's budding and blooming, sir. I, I, I take that. I receive it. Um, why does weed make you paranoid? Ooh, I don't know. It's funny because uh, I was just like, I think I was telling you before that I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell's audio book, um, talking to strangers, Love. and he said Love that, and and he said that like with alcohol, it's like you are in the moment. That's basically what it does. So I don't, I have no idea what weed does. Yeah, it well. Maybe it takes you out of the me, moment. Having, I don't having, know. T- having, having smoked and or eaten a lot of weed uh, from the state of Georgia or surrounding Southeast areas, or even when I've been in New York on tour, like it's it's not as good as the medical grade marijuana in Colorado or California because it make to me it's more pure. It, it's less. It doesn't make me paranoid. It does the effects it's supposed to do. Like when I'm struggling with my trauma of the abuse of my parents or whatever like it helps and it doesn't make me feel like everyone hates me theory 
here's a theory because i i watched this um i think it was called after life or something like that it was like a netflix um documentary that was talking about all these people who have um near-death experiences and like talked about like reincarnation like a whole bunch of different views of the afterlife and everything and um what i what i thought is like the people who go into whatever it is willingly they're good if they go into it unwillingly or in like kind of a bad mood it's bad and i was like i think those after death experiences are similar to what happens when you go on a drug trip and it's like if you're in a certain mood when it hits it'll be awesome. And if you're in a bad mood when it hits, it'll be not awesome. I've said that before. You have to be grounded when you do, when you, when you partake in marijuana or like, like I'm, I've never done shrooms, but I'm open to doing shrooms. I'm like microdosing shrooms has, has helped a lot of victims and survivors of child molestation, which I am one. So it's like, yeah. Uh, well, I, it, and so I, I think too, it's like, so it got me thinking and I think I probably I feel, did. A, I feel like Sticky's super bored right now. <laughs> Sorry, he's sticky. just like, oh my gosh, what are these guys even talking? But about? I, are we I talking on, about Pokemon again. I do honestly think, though, it's like you can be a good trip person or you can be a bad trip person. And you know, people that are good trip people, people that are fun to be around, and they're usually in a pretty good mood about stuff. And then bad trip people are like, no matter what, they're going to complain about everything. Yeah, I get that. I try to be a good trip person. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is on. Uh, Aiden added that to the list. So, uh, did you like the new movie? Did you like the second one? Yes. Did you like it as good as the first one? Yes. Did you like it better? Yes. Well, yeah. Okay, talk about it. Why? Why was it better? Because Knuckles was in the first one, and Knuckles is like the best one out of all of them. Okay, but you just said you like the second one better, and Knuckles was in the first. Oh, he wasn't in the first one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, he wasn't the first one. He's the best. So you're a Knuckles guy. When I like Knuckles too, I like Tails a lot as well. I used to have Knuckles action figure when I was your age. I had like an awesome Knuckles action figure. I had Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic. I I've had a Sonic like plushie before. Yeah. And it looked just like him, but. Um, I lost him. You lost him. Hey, let's let's talk about it. Now this guy's just in control. Um, the I the hat. Tell him where you got the hat. Oh, from this guy right here. We made a trade. We bartered. Because yeah, yeah, go for it. Tell him. We made a trade, and he said he just came up to me and he said, "Hey, Aiden, do you want to make a trade?" And then I said, "Yeah, sure. What do you want to trade?" And then he said, I'll give, I'll give you whatever he said. I said, I said, I said, you like this hat? I remember I said. It's like a Groku hat. I, it's a, yeah, he has a Groku, baby Yoda. Yeah. And go, do you have Yoda? Is he here? Oh, you left him at home? He has a, he has a Yoda that's the size he is that he carries around with him. And like, <laughs> we put the hat on the Yoda. I just didn't, I didn't know he liked Yoda that much. And I have this, it was a gift given to me by one of my best friends. But it just sits in my closet and I never wear it. And I was like, oh, I told, I was talking to his mom and I was like, oh, I should go get him this hat and get it to him. And they, his parents were like, dude, he'd love that, his mom and dad. And then, but then I saw this sitting here. I was like, AJ, who's this? Is this yours? He goes, us. And I was like, I'm going to try and barter that hat. I'm going to trade for that fidget spinner. And it, this has helped me so much because I've done a couple of shows the past week. 
And like when people are talking to me and I get bored and feel anxious and angsty, I just take this out of my pocket and spin it. So huh. I'm still I'm still just as bored, but it, I can at least act and pretend I'm interested. Is it like fidgeting like a form of stimming, like for like autistic people where it's yeah. like they will do things with their fingers or. But it also for people that have a lot of trauma, like I have a lot of trauma. Right. They do, they do that as well. Huh. Or artists. Artists are very fidgety. Like autistic. that's why I like I get along really well with people on the spectrum because I really, I've told you, I said this before, I don't think post shows. I think at the end of the day, people on the autism spectrum and people on the artist spectrum have very much in common. We don't yeah. understand the world around us. The world doesn't understand us. And we feel out of place. And we feel outcasts. And we have weird tics. And we're very emotional. And it's just over sensory overload often. Um, but, it's, but it's different. They're two different spectrums. But there's a lot of overlap. And there are a lot of like, I mean, I spent a couple hours this morning with uh, Sam York. He's a brilliant comedian from Atlanta. And he's autistic and he does material about it. So it's like a lot of overlap. Being an alien, right? And you, you, when you're talking to people, you're like, okay, that's too weird. I need to figure out how to act like a human around these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. My buddy Ark, you know Ark? Ark, Ark often says, I am an, he's like, I'm not like you guys. I'm an alien. And he'll smile. Mm. Like he knows it's a joke. But yeah. he's a brilliant poet, brilliant performer, brilliant comedian, brilliant poet. Um, he has really good poetry. He has really funny poetry, but also he is on the spectrum. This is a funny story. He one time he one time gave a poem to one of our friends, and it was about a dream he had about them naked together in bath. Wow! And she talked to me. She's like, "You're close to art, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then, but the cool part was then I went home with it. I was at his place. I was waiting for it to come up organically. He goes, "I learned something interesting this week. If you have a dream about someone else being naked with you, you can't write a poem about it. They'll be offended." Even and he goes. Even though God created us all naked and we shouldn't be ashamed of nakedness. And I was like, mm. he's actually making some valid points right now. Yeah. And I, I think that's it too. It's like, we learn so much from people that are different and it's like, you know, I, the de desire to be around people that are similar to us is such a silly thing. It's like, how boring a life do you want to live? Yeah. I really did not like art the first time I met him. I was very put off by him. He was mm -hmm. a big fan of my music and he kept putting pictures on Instagram. He kept DMing me. And then, but it, it was a me thing. It wasn't a him thing. One day I was in a really dark place. And while I felt, I was like crying out, like in prayers in my head. I was just like, God, what do I do? I got like, I checked my DMs and I wasn't really answering any of them. Some of them were from people I know. I had a couple of people I didn't know. And then Ark, uh, Ark's response said, how's your day going? Pick, uh, just want you to know I'm sending you good vibes and praying for you. And I was like, my night's not going great. How's yours going? He said, mine's really good. I just felt in the spirit. Maybe you're not doing that well. And then ever since then, I've had such respect for him. And there have been multiple times where I've been struggling with something. He sends me a poem uh, yeah. that, that deals with what I'm dealing with. Um, yeah. It's really sweet. All, his huh. points make me cry more, more often than not. Yeah. Well, then I, I think that's why, you know, I still like doing what I do for work because I travel a lot and I meet a lot of different people from different lives. And so it's like, it makes me more varied in my influences as a human being. Like, I mean, being a human being is the same as being an artist. You need a variety of influences so you can improve at what you do. We've done a couple of shout outs. So I just want to, I want everybody to follow those people. Cassie Chantel. So C-A-S-S-I-E-C-H-A-N-T-E-L at, at Cassie Chantel and then at 
phases of Alexandria, as we spelled earlier in the podcast, uh, at Unmetal Alex is uh, that's Ark, our buddy Ark. Um, but yeah, I just when you were saying that, and then of course, follow Bridge Lavat, Dan King with a X, not an I. Uh, do you want you want to be followed by our listeners? Yeah, give your handle. Um, follow uh, Aiden Irvin, A-I-D-E-N-E-R-V-I-N-E. All right. Yeah, his mom, his, his, you have to be above 13 to run Instagram. His mom helps with this, so we're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's fun. So how, you like being in front of an audience, Aiden? Yeah. Most time, it's like a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. Most time, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of both, hey? There's... Mom, Dad, you want to be on the podcast? What? Okay. Courtney, you want to be on it? What? I'm trying to, like, plug my cut. They're like, they're like, we don't want to be on this. We're at my Kai Cabo Lounge. They're on the great, uh, they go, this is the bar that they own. It's a non-alcoholic bar that serves Kratom and Kava and sodas and snacks. Oh, that's fun. A lot of fun shows. A lot of people that have dealt with alcoholism like I have come here and find a healthier lifestyle. So it's been really beautiful. A lot of kids say it's an all ages venue in Athens, Georgia on Baxter Street, my Kai Kava Lounge. Um, Great spot, great vibes. We're kind of a family here. So. Oh yeah, you can follow. Thank you, Aiden. Aiden said, "Hey, get them to follow the where you're at, where you're talking about." It's B B U L A A T M A I K A I. That's it. There you go. B U L A M A I K A I. No space. No spaces, because it's Instagram. No underscores. Right there. All what, right. What does Bula mean again? Um, cheers. Bula is cheers in the Hawaiian. Ooh. It's like you know, all. It's mostly Hawaiian, but it's like from all other island. I did not know that. Oh. It's an island way to say cheers. Bula. <laughs> cool. Dude, he knows. Yo, y'all got this guy. He. Stickers should be running your PR, you guys. <laughs> He's, I said, Bula is, uh, what is that again? He said, cheers. I said, cheers in Hawaiian. He goes, well, yeah, mostly Hawaiian, but it's really just a, a cheers in uh, island speak. And he said it so, I was like, dang, dang, dude. Yeah, AJ, his dad just goes, he hangs out here quite a bit. Yeah, he, tell him about coffee. Well, I don't know about, I don't know everything about it. All I know about it is like, it's alcohol non-alternative or however you say it. You say it's, a, it's, a, it's a non-alcohol alternative is what he says. So it's an alternative for those that drink too much alcohol or, or want to cut down on drinking alcohol. It's like, it's like a drink that you can like have there's flavorful ones, non-flavorful ones. You can have Kratom straight up or Kava straight up. And it's just. And it's a plant. And Kratom and Kava both are plants. This is a plant-based kind of like. Um, roots. Yeah, plant-based roots. 
that like give you a sort of experience that's similar. If you drink enough kava, it feels like you're drunk. I've had enough where it does feel like you're like, whoa, gotta lay off. Huh. Um, but it's it's you don't have a hangover the next day. It's healthier. Kratom uh, for those who struggle with addictions, kratom's like a good answer. But then it you can become addicted to kratom with 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 uh with like just be like just be careful. Um, Do you need to be like so? Is that is that regulated where you, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. can't have it? Is it eighteen plus? Plus. 18 plus okay. but with kava though kava there's not really as much of a danger of being addicted it's just kind of it gives you a lightheaded feeling hmm. and like it's if if you're it um if you drink too much you kind of get kava drunk you get kava drunk and kava, let me just crunk yeah kava kava drunk but with a k crunk kava drunk now here's the thing i've been kava drunk and the first time i was ever kava drunk i wasn't i wasn't experiencing what all these people are experiencing because i was a heavy alcoholic so I was like, I don't understand what everybody's saying. This has not affected me. And one day I came in and I said, I want like, I think it was like four, co- I said three copper shots, two doubles, one single. And everyone was like, that's too much. I was like, I want to feel it. And then by the end of the night, I was walking around downtown Athens, Georgia, crying on, on Instagram live, just crying. Be like, this is where I met Sean and God Kendi for the first time. He's a comedian that's on television right now. I was like, and this is where I had my first show in Athens, sort of. And like, that, I just went home and went to sleep and felt great. And when I woke up in the morning, I still felt great. Except I was like, oh, dang. I think I like put weird stuff on Instagram. I watched it for 30 seconds and immediately deleted it. But it was too late. I already had texts that were like, Dan, are you okay? And it was like, clearly, no, but I'm getting better because I'm on Kava now instead of alcohol. Well, I think like substances in general, it's like they can be medicinal or they can be um, a problem where you're using them to escape and not face life, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. What's that? We switched through so many conversations. Yeah, he just said we switched. He just said we switched through so many levels and situations and conversations. Real deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the nature of the show. It's ADD masterminds. Roll credits. There's a game called Mastermind. There's a game called Mastermind. Yeah. What What is that? Um, it's. You like have to guess what. So you can't look, and uh, it's two player game. Someone has to put colors and like a combination <laughs> of colors. You can do all one color, you can do a bunch of different colors and stuff like that. So there's like this little patch thingy here. Like it's uh-huh. stuck right now, but I, guess I can't open it. But you put. You put like little pegs in here. Uh huh. And then you have to like guess the colors of the stuff. Oh, okay. There's colors. Okay, so you got like a bunch of pegs. You stick them in the holes, and like there's certain patterns you want to do with the colors. Yeah, you you like you can put white in there. You can put black. You you can put all sorts of colors. And then there's these little ones. Um, white means right color, wrong spot. Red means right color, right spot. But you can't tell the other opponent which one is right and which one's wrong. Huh? Do you play? Do you play board games, Dan? I love board games. Yeah, that's good. I I like chess a lot. Chess. I know. I played your mom at chess. And then you came over. I think it was you or one of the other kids came over and destroyed the, the game. 
but we're in the middle of playing. Hey, Courtney, we never finished that chess game. Because he said, he was like, Chen's right here. I said, yeah, I was playing your mom once. It was a really good game. But then you were one of the other kids came over and messed it all up. <laughs> it was during a show night. So it was like so much was going on. And the kids just run around and, and mess up everything. But was it last night? No, no, this was months ago. I guess we're like, at the, we're wrapping up. Thanks for coming to ADD Mastermind, Dan King's show. I have been hosting this show for a while now. I've been the host the whole time. And I, have a show. Uh, I will never give this show to Bridge or Bridge Lavoie or anyone else. This is my show, and thank you for coming. And also, tune into my other podcast, The Wax Floor. Uh, or remember when, do you remember when I used to not remember the name of your podcast? Yeah, it's called Wax Museum. And every time, every time I'd say, What's your show called again? Melt one time I was like, The Melting Faces, because it's like <laughs> that's like what the the uh, graphic is. Yeah. And every time I would say whatever it was, you'd laugh. You're like, that's actually better. I should have gone with that one. <laughs> but I finally learned. It's called, no, all jokes aside, it's called the Melting Snow Division Coordinate. No, I'm just kidding. It's called the Wax Museum. Wax Museum. That's right. That's the serious one. Or this one's goofy, serious, spontaneous. Who knows? Any ending thoughts, Sticky? Any ending thoughts, Sticky? Don't crash in a car. Don't, Don't crash, crash in a car. car, folks. Don't crash. Wear your seat belts. There that's we go. What, that's what Sticky says. If, there's, if you're 15 and under, then you shouldn't be driving. Yo, if you're yep. 15, yo, listen to all my. That should be a law. Like, they should make a law about that. To all my 15 year old and under drivers. You gotta stop driving, man. You yeah. keep killing. You keep killing each other, yourselves. Stop. Fifteen year olds can drive. Yeah, under fifteen drivers. <laughs> man, this guy. This guy's not even on frame. He's outside of frame. He does no professionalism, and he's trying to tell me how to do my job. What? Do you, <laughs> he's like just. He's like, actually, you can drive from fifteen without. Yeah, dude. I know. I got a driver's license, bro. I thought you said. And under. Cause that's what you said. I repeated you, man. I said under fifteen. Check the tape. Check the tape. I said under fifteen. Oh. I ain't calling you a truther. I ain't calling you a liar. But yeah, Aiden's last thought is actually don't call people liars. So many last thoughts. Here, here, go for it. Just do like every, just round them off. Uh, I'm tired. I'm, I could take a nap if I wanted to. We're going to go take naps. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Love you. Love you. I'm sweating. Nice meeting you, Sticky. He said nice meeting you, Sticky. Nice meeting you. Thank you for listening to ADD Masterminds. We would love to keep you updated on what we're up to, as well as share some hilarious memes. We'd also like to hear from you. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram.
Air smudge.